Welcome to A Friend of Mine, a series of conversations with some incredible and inspiring women in business from regional and rural Australia. I'm Kimberly Finesse, your host and the founder and editor of Oak Magazine, and I cannot wait to introduce you to some amazing female entrepreneurs who will share with you their experience and knowledge of what it takes to start, grow and scale a successful business. So let me introduce you to a friend of mine. Kate Newman knows what it takes to build an award-winning business. In 15 years of business, Kate and her husband Todd have won over 30 awards with their central Victorian building company, Todd Newman Builders. But there is one award that Kate savours the most, the prestigious Regional Women's Business Award presented to her last year at the Bendigo Business Excellence Awards. As a former registered nurse, Kate has worked extremely hard to learn a line of work that she knew nothing about and has risen to the challenge of understanding the complexities of an ever-changing industry. Kate's role in the business was originally just a sideline to her own nursing career, but over time, the more she learned about the building industry and small business, the more passion she had for the job. Kate shares with us what it takes to become an award-winning business, advice on building a team and surrounding yourself with the right people, recognising transferable skills, the importance of investing in personal development, and so much more. Meet my friend Kate from Todd Newman Builders. Hello, Kate, and welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for having me today. Oh, I'm thrilled. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, I'm fairly sure that we had organised to do a story on you, like feature you, yep. um, whether it was print or audio, it, probably back at Christmas last year. Yeah, we did. That's right. <laughs> and I think we said, hey, we'll catch up after school. Holidays are done. You know, we both have um, a family of six each. Yes. And, uh, you know what's happened with 2020 here we are exactly what who would it? ever have thought it would be that hard to, I know to, to organize. organize yeah so here we are 10 months later finally and uh I'm so pleased that we're doing the podcast to be honest yes. um I love uh to chat to you and hear your story now I'm actually going to kick us off with a bit of a hard-hitting oh, question gosh. I know I'm sorry <laughs> I was going to go with something a bit softer and work a way in but I was doing a little research this morning and, um, you know, you've won a business award and I was looking at the comments on that and there were hundreds and, you know, I just had goosebumps and a lot of the feelings uh, reading them and, you know, in among the congratulations, great achievement, well-deserved was the word inspirational. Oh, wow. Like there was a lot. Um how does it feel to know that you're inspiring so many people around you and especially women? Um, I guess I don't, I've never thought that I'm an inspiration to people. Like people say that, but it's hard to take in that people think of you like that. You know, it's a real, um, I'm really happy that people can acknowledge that I've worked hard and, you know, that I, I inspire them to be better or do better or get out of your comfort zone and do something different. You know, that was an amazing award to win. I never, ever expected that um, I would win something like that. So, and I think to be acknowledged in a field where, you know, your husband's business, our business, should I say, is Todd Newman Builders. And I've been in the business from the beginning with Todd and people still come to, to me and say, oh, Todd's business is doing really well. Mm-hmm. So I think for me that winning that award was me being able to let people know that I'm just as involved as what Todd is um, and, you know, being a big part of that. I think I felt yeah. like I needed 
to have that um, acknowledgement of my hard work as well mm. because it is it is a brand and it is Todd Newman but there's a whole team of people behind him that you know make that work so it, um, it was probably a little bit of self-gratification I don't know but I just um, I, it was just such an amazing moment and something that I never thought I could achieve um, you know coming from a nursing background I didn't have any business experience at all so um, to be able to build a business that we've had for 15 years now is you know pretty pretty amazing I sort of pinch myself and go how did we even make that happen you know so wow yeah well let's go back to the start of your career journey because again I didn't know until recently that uh yeah you're from a nursing background you're at a a launch party for Oak Magazine and uh you and my mum caught up and yes yeah just both mentioned that you'd work together in the nursing industry and um yeah so I didn't know so can you tell us about your career journey and and how you've ended up you know in nursing and then working for the family business yeah okay so I um left school school and went and did my um, nursing in Bendigo um, and I worked uh, in Castlemaine for a year and then I came to and worked at St John of God and I absolutely loved being a nurse and it's probably something if you know I'd love to go back to but I just do not have the capacity to do that um, so I was working as a nurse Todd was working as a carpenter and then he um, decided he said oh why don't we start our own business and you know ignorance is bliss just went yeah great that's a great idea so we started um, and I was still nursing at the time and um, we really were so green I just look back now and think how did we even get through those first few years we had no one around us who had business we we really had a an accountant who was amazing who was probably someone who gave us a lot of advice along the way um and helped us with all of those tricky things but we just literally learnt along the way um and then I sort of ended up having to give up my nursing career when my fourth baby came along. I sort of was trying to work in the business and nurse as well and I got to the point where I felt like I wasn't doing anything well. So it had to be, I sort of decided to make the decision that I'd step fully into the business. So at that point I did that and gave up my nursing career, So, um, which I said I really enjoyed. But I think a lot of the things I learned in my nursing I've now, been able to put into my um the work I do now so it's a lot of dealing with people um you know so I really enjoy what I do now as well so I think I'm really lucky that I've had you know two career paths that have been so different um but been you know taken a lot from both of them so yeah they yeah. are very different uh and just touching on that uh transferable skills uh I know at the moment my younger sister she's 21 uh just looking for a bit of a career change and you know it's looking through those previous roles and okay what can we take from those jobs yes donut king and um hairdressing waitressing you know what can we take from that and actually start to apply to something else so in terms of nursing what skills have transferred well over to the building industry and and what your role is in the business as well so I think for me it's probably been um communication um and also um organization you know like I'm very much still now when you're a nurse you do medications at eight, you shower people at nine, you do another, you know, you do obs at 10. And I think now in 
the way I run my day um, is still very much nine, I do this. <laughs> yeah, 10 o'clock, I'm going to do this. Um, so from that perspective, I think I can be really efficient and really organised because of I've had to, you know, be like that when I was a nurse. And then in regards to communication, you know, it's, it's um, you're around people who are unwell. So, you know, you learn a lot of skills of how to communicate with people patients and then family and then doctors and I think in our um, building business I do a lot of sales now and you know we're dealing with clients all the time who you know they're they're building their homes which is the biggest investment that they're ever going to make in their life so it's a very emotional time for them as well so it's just um, I think I've learned compassion and how to understand and read people and what might be going on for them um, you know to make it a really positive experience so being part of a team I think as well you know it's a lot of teamwork in nursing and you know in our business it's it's all about teamwork. You're often recognised for your teamwork and even on Facebook, you're always shouting out your team as well. Um, You know, how do you build a team? Because I know a lot of our listeners will be solo business owners, uh, however, looking to, you know, add one or two extra what are your tips or secrets to making it all gel? Yeah, I think we have um, employed people who are like-minded, passionate, um, love what they do. Um, You know, they all have really great personalities. Everyone's really different, but they all bring a different skill set to the team, which makes it work really well. Um, And I think just... You know, we just our, we've just set our expectations from the get go. You know, give us your forty hour week. That's all we expect. Give us one hundred and ten percent all of the time, and go home and be with your family. And I think you know we have a good team, and we've got a you know pretty strong family first um, philosophy, I guess, in our business. That you know, if you've got little kids and you want to go off to their special meeting they're having at school, well, just come and tell us and that's fine and you can go and do that. So I think in business with staff, you've got to give to get. Um, I think you've really got to um, acknowledge and recognise and um, appreciate what your staff are doing um, and then they give you so much more in return. So Todd and I have had the motto that we need to employ people smarter than us (laughs) so that they can, you know, tell us what needs to happen or you know they know more about that we don't know about everything how can you know every everything so we've got lots of people who know in lots of different areas who know you know they're specialists in that area so um, we rely on other people as well so thinking that you're the boss and you need to control everything I don't think is a good way to be I guess I think you need to um you know let your staff have input you know we have regular meetings with our staff although this year that's been really tricky um but even you know we sit down with them all once a year and do an appraisal and just talk through where they're at how they're feeling what they want to change you know all those kinds of things so and we've had staff you know we've got two staff who've been with us for 10 years and um lots of other staff who've you know been with us for a long time so it hasn't all been great you know we've had stage I remember there was one phase where we we got quite big we grew the business quite quickly um, and all of a sudden we'd created a monster and we didn't have control of the staff and what was happening it became quite a 
toxic environment and it was probably the most stressful time we had in business um, because everything felt like it was going wrong all of a sudden. And I think Todd and I had got to the point where we can manage a certain number of people, but it had um, got to a point where it was out of our realm of expertise, I guess. So we, um, I don't think we managed that group of staff well. So anyway, we, we learned from that. <laughs> and going forward, you know, we've got a smaller crew now, but I feel like it it works so much better yeah. and we're happier and not as stressed. Yeah. So. There is that temptation to, to grow big though, yes. isn't there? And, yep. and you did it really fast. Was that off the back of awards or uh, what, yeah, what point yep. did that That was in? definitely, we'd yeah. won um, that year, we'd actually won Bendigo Business of the Year. Um, and how ironic that we'd won this big award, but yet six months later, that's like literally she'd had hit the fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, you know, we were, it was just all the work came to us. And so we just took on way too much. And it was that thing of, I'll take it on while it's here. Um, and then, you know, hope for the best, but it just, it wasn't ideal at all. So, it sounds familiar. Don't yeah. Worry. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Obviously on a lot smaller scale, but yeah. it, it's right, isn't it? You have work coming to you and you're like, well, it's, I don't know what it is in it's that, you know, you don't let that work walk back out the door do no, you and, no. but as you said like taking on too much can yes. actually undo you yep and probably damage a little bit more yep. so how did you get back hold of that ship and you know and, and ride it oh it's... look it was horrible a few staff ended up going um and a few staff ended up leaving um for different for lots of reasons and we sort of um, got control of it again and then you know it, since then we've always gone okay we can manage this and we can do this and we need to be true to what we want to do and not get caught up in the we need to be you know have this many houses because that's not true to what our original what we set out to achieve we just want to build great houses um, have a quality product have happy clients at the end of the day so you know we really had to go back to that volume isn't always um, all it's cracked up to be right. basically. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. It's really interesting. Um, so there seems to be a little theme coming through is awards. Uh, yes. So in your 15 years yes. of business, I don't even know how many you've won, but oh. it's definitely an oppressive number. Yeah, I know. It is. <laughs> it is. I think I counted because when I was doing my submission for the Biz- Bendigo Business, uh, the regional award, I think it was about 30 awards we've won. Yeah, so that's been a big part of our brand, I guess, yes. and our branding. Um, and I guess we started entering awards when we first started our business. We'd just built, well, it was a few years in actually, we'd built a new home for ourselves and we didn't, we haven't got a display home. We still don't have a display home. So it was like, how are we going to market ourselves without having a product that people can see and feel um so we entered our own home and another home and that year we actually won so it was sort of gave us the opportunity to market as an award-winning builder so you know we put that out and sort of from there I guess that's how we were able to grow our business and then people say, you know, from there, I think every year we've won awards. Um, I just keep entering and people say, oh, why do you keep doing it? And I said, because I don't believe in 
um, being, uh, you know, winning an award one year and just tacking that on your car and driving around going, I I want an award. I believe, you know, it's about credibility. It's about um, our staff being able to be acknowledged for their hard work each year. The clients are excited because their house has won an award, you know, and the night, you know, the night you go to the awards ceremonies are, are great. You know, you meet so many. It's probably the only opportunity you get to sit down with other builders and actually have a really good chat about what's happening in their business and what's happening in our business. So I think there's – it's a lot of work every time it comes around. Every year I write all of the submissions and do all the photos and, you know, we have judging and it's a big process. But I think it's something that we get a lot out of and, like I said, now that we – sort of done it every year I feel like I need to keep doing it (laughs) I love that point where you do say that yeah it's and that's the thing you are award-winning but it's not a you know a 2007 no exactly you know it's as current as last year yeah you know which is fabulous and I I just think that's amazing yeah and the fact that there is as you said credibility uh in having yes you know award-winning on your marketing but my gosh, the work that does go into those submissions. Yes. I wonder if everyone's aware of how hard, you know, oh. it's not that you're nominated and no. you know, then they, they pick you. I no. mean, there's time, there's paperwork, yeah. there's lots of yeah. writing. There um, is. It's just phenomenal, isn't it? I, yeah. I even know with the uh, Regional Women's Business Award, I've seen the application yes. for that. It's, it's huge. Massive. Yeah, it's a lot of work and that's where you've got to make the choice you know and when you've when you're a small business and you've only got limited people and resources you go well do I put my time into that or is it going to be worth the effort um or do I you know you're so busy with everything else but sometimes I think it's good to just go no let's try something different well then what makes your applications award-winning like what are you doing different to everyone else I don't think it's actually the application I think it's more the product at the end of the day you know we this I use the same template but I just (laughs) rewrite the different words in in and about it but it's probably when I think Todd goes and meets with the judges he's so passionate about building houses that you can see the judges when he's there talking about the product that they're just they're in, intrigued by him because he's so he just beams you know what I mean so I think he um he sells it really yeah. well <laughs> and the product speaks for itself oh, like you can't you know you walk you walk into some of those homes after not being in them you, you leave them unfurnished and you come back at the time of doing those photos and things and they're absolutely beautiful and you just go oh my goodness I can't believe you know we achieved this yeah. so it's a real um yeah there's so many positives about it so it's amazing we're very lucky definitely do you ever I mean you have the most wonderful job of handing over these yes <laughs> I love it oh do you ever just get caught up in it going wow we really need to build again and do this and this or well it's actually funny you say that because we've probably been you know restless for the last five years and we've been like oh should we move should we build and um and then last year we did some renovations at home and then just during COVID, of course, we stumbled on a block of land that's not far from where we are and anyway, we've ended up buying it and we're <laughs> about to build. So now I'm in that whole dilemma of um, I'm seeing everything that everyone else does and trying to go, what what do we like? How's this going to work? And, you know, there's a sense of expectation, I think, as well because we're a builder. What, yeah. um, what are we going to create 
but like I say, um, everyone's got a budget, so, you know, <laughs> but yeah, it's very exciting. We're really excited to be doing our own project. So oh. handover day for me, for my own job will be, yeah, lots of champagne, yeah. I think. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, so just going back to like the awards and the marketing, um, as you said, Todd's really passionate about yes. what he does and, yes. you know, he's on the TV and yes. you've done lots of, um, sort of commercials as such. Tell me about your marketing. Is there anything that you do different or that you've learnt or that works or that you absolutely hate about it? (laughs) Yeah, I find the whole marketing really interesting. I think if you're not on social media these days, I think that's the first mistake you're going to make. There is, you know, I still look now for a long time, there wasn't many builders on social media or they were on it, but they weren't doing a great job of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas now I feel like in the last 12 months, even there's lots more builders on it. Their, their social media is so much better than what it was. And in regards to marketing the business, you know, I don't, spend a lot of money on marketing when I don't need to you know right at the minute we're busy we can't take on any more and they always say oh but you've got to think about going forward and I'm like but we're booked out till September next year I'll think about marketing if I need to in a you know later down the track so for us I just I think my advice would be just spend money on marketing when you need to don't think that you have to be marketing your product all the time and I mean I think for us as well a lot of ours is word of mouth because people will say you know who who are your top three builders that you would go to ours is mainly reputation I think more so than and I've you know ask everyone who rings how did you hear about us where have you seen us and a lot of it I find that's been a real shift in the last few years is social media I follow you on Facebook or Instagram so I think that's where our our market is heading so it's um yeah that's what we tend to do so um and uh, yeah it's a big job <laughs> it is it's a huge job I think even the fact that you're asking people where they heard from yes. you like it's just it's such a marketing 101 yeah it is <laughs> is and it's so easy to weave into a conversation on the phone um yeah. I was working in beauty therapy on reception a long time ago and that was just that you know you had to ask and you know it it was even just a piece of paper yep and just doing little marks yeah and at the end of the week you know you pop that into a spreadsheet give to the boss and then they know where those advertising dollars need to go yeah exactly that's what that's what we've um we've sort of done and I guess we've in in marketing as well you know we we look at more um sponsorship of community football clubs and sporting um, kind of things because we sort of think, well, we can support, we can do two things. We can support that that organisation um, on a financial level, but we can also, you know, market our business at the same time. So it sort of is, it works really well yeah. as well. So, um, you know, I think it's really important to, to give that community support out there. Um, when we're a community-based business and we're wanting people to support us as a local business, so you have to be prepared to give back. Yeah, so. and you are a very community-minded and active family yes. as well. Like, you know, you guys are involved in local football, yep. local netball, yep. even yourself, yep. Kate, yeah, out I of know. retirement. I know, exactly. <laughs> um, what is there? Cricket? Do you guys do yeah, cricket? Water sports? Basketball. Oh, my gosh. Footy. Yep. All of it. All of it. How do you juggle the family business 
active kids, you know, yeah. with sport, because um, that takes up a lot of time it after 3.30 p.m. every day and every weekend. Um, yeah, and I suppose, you know, you, where does your time come into all that? Yeah, well, um, my time's at about 6 o'clock in the morning between 6 and 7. Um, it is very busy, but I was thinking about this the other day and I think COVID has made me really because we just everything stopped and it was like oh my god what what are we without all of that sport and it's actually been a real relief it's been like that pause button put on and you've been able to take a breather um I think because pre that everyone was so caught up in just felt like the word busy was everyone's so busy it was like this big competition to see who could be the busiest and everyone all of a sudden was told go home be quiet (laughs) shut your doors (laughs) um don't cough or sneeze on anyone you know and it was it's just been such a different time but in saying that I think for me I've been really lucky I have always sort of I guess taken time for myself I love exercising so I'm I sort of see that as my time in the morning. I'll, you know, pre-COVID I'd go to the gym. um, But even during COVID, I've actually loved, I drive into work in town and walk the streets of Bendigo and that I have loved that. And it's um, during COVID and something probably I wouldn't have done, but I've loved walking up View Street. You know, we we live in such a pretty town and I have um, just thoroughly enjoyed that during that time. So that's sort of been something that I've really enjoyed Um, And I also, you know, I'm big on girls weekends. I've got a great network of friends and doing things like that. Um, So I'm, I've always probably been one that I think you can't um, fill everyone else's cup up until you're, you know, you've got to be feeling good as well. So you've got to look after yourself as much because you've got all these people relying on you and dependent so I think it's really important to just take that time out and I don't think you should feel guilty or see it as being selfish it's it's not like that at all so it's so important it is and that's the thing isn't it that one of our roles and it's up there at the top is to be a mum yeah and usually you know and involved and active and and present like we're there yeah but uh you took some time out for yourself like literally yes see you later family yep (laughs) yeah I'm having a break Yeah. yeah I did I did that last year I went on a trip to Bali um and it was a yoga retreat I hadn't done a lot lot of yoga pre the retreat but I actually once I got into it I loved it um it was with Peter Carter who has raw elements healthy lifestyle business she is amazing so she wanted to start these retreats for women um so there was 10 of us I didn't know I knew Peter and I didn't know anyone else so I was really out of my comfort so I'd never been to Bali either so it was um just the most amazing experience I feel like felt like I come came away from that a different person I think um it opened my eyes up to so many new things I think we sort of tend to live in our world with our friendship groups and you know we're so busy that you go you know I haven't got any time for more friends I can't see the ones I've got but I was introduced to 10 amazing women, all came from such different backgrounds who, you know, you were getting to know people and they were, I felt like I learned so much on that trip from them um, and just um, had time to breathe, you know, and just really um, enjoy and think about, you know, sort of what I wanted to be when I came back. And I, I feel like from that I've learnt 
a lot. So it was, yeah, wow. I can't... Um, Anyone I talk to, I say, you need to do one of Pete's retreats when yeah, they happen. Yeah. She had one booked, a few booked for this year that haven't been able to happen. So I'm, I'm hopeful she makes it happen next, next year. year. So just such a great opportunity and um, to just enjoy some downtime with amazing people. Mm-hmm. And I think getting yourself out of your comfort zone, as much as it's scary, I think it can be one of the you know the greatest things you can do so do you push yourself out of your comfort zone all the time by sitting here today like I said to you (laughs) when you first asked me I was like oh I hate doing that yeah I do and that's something I've really I did a talk last year which you know I was beside myself because I don't actually like public speaking um and one of my things I think from last year was get comfortable with being uncomfortable. That was sort of my mantra I had because there's so many things that you just go, oh, I won't do that because I feel really uncomfortable about it. But I think it's really important that you make force yourself sometimes to do things and have that uncomfortable feeling and just acknowledge it and go, yep, this is not feeling nice, but I'm going to do this anyway. Because I I know when I've done things like that, I've come out the other side and gone, oh, that was amazing. I've sort of ticked that box. I don't need to be scared about that anymore. Mm, yep. You know what I mean? So I think, um, yeah, that's that's a really important thing. Yeah, And just... it's finding that right balance of overthinking it as well and getting yes. so caught up in the emotion and um, even practicing too yes. much, you know, but then not being prepared at all. So yes. you've really got to find that, you know, yep. fine balance. And I think even today, like doing this, I was like, oh, you know, how will I go? And I was like, I'm sort of glad we did it quickly and I haven't had too much time to yep. think about it. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so definitely. Here we are. <laughs> Lovely. So, yeah, no, definitely agree that um, we need to take time out more often and, mm. and find ourselves. Do you think you'll do more of that? Like uh, booking yes. them regularly? Yep, I yeah, I think so. That's what I said to Todd when I came home. I said, I'm going to do one of, something like that each year. Yeah. You know, just a week yep. where it's just, I don't care if I go by myself. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm lucky I'm in that situation where I can do that. You know, I've got um, Todd's amazing. He can quite easily look after the kids and our kids are older now. So I'm in that situation I think if it had been when the kids were younger I'm not sure I could have done a week you know what I mean it's just that I've got to that stage of life where I can do it now so I'm going to do it yeah you know so I think it's um yeah for all those young mums you've got that to look forward to maybe (laughs) (laughs) so that's obviously personal development what about professional development have you know you worked on your um I mean your skills in the business or employed a coach or do you have an inner circle mentors that sort yeah of thing? well I actually we never had a business coach I think what I I'm actually involved in a um, group now of business people which I've probably been part of that group for about 18 months which I've really enjoyed and everyone comes from a different um, area so we pre-covid you know would catch up once a month and just, you know, talk about whatever. So that was really good. I love talking to people in business, um, no matter what area it is. I just um, really enjoy – and I get so much just from those conversations. I don't necessarily 
remember last, if you, I think it was last year, I went to a presentation that Kate Muldoon had done, um, and she's a tra- uh, ladies with tradies. Yes, we've she, had her on the potty. Oh, yeah. she's amazing. <laughs> she is. I've um, during COVID actually, she was amazing to listen to on her Facebook page. She had so so, so much good advice. Yeah. Well, she turns up regularly. Yeah, so every morning at what is it? Eight morning o'clock. Morning tea. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, and just gives you some little snippet of wisdom. So she was amazing. But I remember going to her um, talk. She was talking about all these things and I'm like, yep, we've done that. Yep, we're doing that. Yep, we're doing that. It was actually one of those uh, I felt like I walked away and went, yep, we're okay. We're, we're all under control. You know what I mean? I, did, I learned a few different things um, and it was – and so I think I sort of try and do go to, you know, conferences if they're on. We've done that over the time, um, you know, and I, I read, I listen to podcasts business podcasts I love listening to them and just getting different ideas and um, things like that so I sort of take from those around me you know we deal with so many businesses as um, our subcontractor crew and um, a lot of them trades based but you know they all do it differently so you can go oh you do that really well can we (laughs) that's a great idea we're going to do that now as well you know so I think it's just opening your eyes up to what everyone else is doing not being totally influenced but taking the good parts and going they manage that really well we need to look at that so we're forever um, growing and developing our business and how it runs and how it works and streamlining processes all the time so you've got to do that you do yeah Yeah. do you see yourself as being a mentor then somewhere down the line to others that is probably something I'd love to do yeah I'd really I really (laughs) would I think I feel I'm at the point now where I can say I've got enough credibility Um, I've had 15 years in business and I, I feel like I've got a lot to teach or help someone with you know what I mean um years ago when I we weren't too far into business I actually started up a women in business group I had um a lot of the tradie wives um who were feeling like me quite um you know solitary because we were just working from home and it was just you you didn't have those connections to catch up or see anyone to get help or advice so I sort of started up that group um, which ran probably for I think it was about two years um, and we'd sort of catch up on a monthly basis or no sec- every second month and just talk about anything that people wanted to talk about and it was such a great group and then it sort of I think my life got busier and it became too hard so I sort of went oh, I'm just going to have to put that away for the time but that's probably something when I won that award I thought oh I feel like I could actually start that up again and I've got some credibility (laughs) in the space and I I would love to you know open that up again and maybe you know bring that back in a different sort of format but it's just now you know the time it is I think that would be um, an amazing thing for you to do Um, just thinking back to Christmas uh, just gone uh, I was out there was someone there um, her name's Hayley and she said um you know your magazine do you interview anyone I said oh yeah yeah anyone oh, you should interview Kate from Kate Newman, you know, I was going to say from Kate Newman Builders. Yeah, yeah, let's call (laughs) it that. From Todd Newman (laughs) Builders. Um, You know, it'd be really good to to know a story. Um, And obviously she's a tradie wife as well. So I really think there are... There are women out there in this industry, yeah, in the building industry, that would love to know how you've done it, how you've managed 
Um, obviously, yep, Todd's the the face yes. of the business as such, but uh, yeah, How you it play works. such a massive yep. role in it. Yeah, yep. and I think all and that's the thing. All of those tradie wives do, you know, and they often go. You go, I'll say, oh, what do you do in the business? Oh, I just do the books, and I'm like, no, you actually do. I'm sure you do a lot more than that. And they go, oh, yeah, I do. You know, it's like, well, just own it you know um I remember in that women in business group we had a meeting once where I was like well what's your title on your email like what do you call yourself and they're like oh no it's just my name's just you know Joe Blow and I'm like but but you're a business manager like why not put business manager under your name and I remember them a few of them going oh I feel a bit you know that's a bit full on I'm like no it's not you you've got to own what yeah, you do yeah. and you know so people can go oh well she is the yep. business owner or the manager yep, or whatever yeah exactly you, yeah. whatever she is just give yourself a yep. title and, and who knows whether you'll see it or not so yeah. <laughs> just pop <laughs> exactly. it on there <laughs> exactly you're just as important so I think um and that's a big thing you know that's what I love about um probably Kate Muldoon and what she's doing in that space for tradie wives I think is is amazing you know I think she's a real pioneer for getting those voices out there and and a unique voice as well yes I think that's what I love and the way she yeah she's just real yep there's no bullshit nah exactly (laughs) yep exactly (laughs) I agree Oh, so I suppose looking forward, there's not much of this year left, I, I know, oh. but, um, you know, what's the plans for this year or, or next? Are there any business awards coming up? Yeah, or? well, it's, it's <laughs> ironic because there wasn't going to be business awards and then they sent an email saying, look, we do want to, <laughs> we'd entered at the start of the year and then they did say, we do want to have the awards. Um, can we do them via Zoom? And then you go to the house and you're going to have to video it all for us. And I'm now a bit like, oh, do we do all that? Because there's still a lot of work to do. Um, So maybe I haven't, you know, decided whether we'll go ahead or not. We'll just wait till next year now. But for us, it's really, we are extremely busy. The 25,000 grant that's been put out to everyone is just made our world crazy because everyone is wanting to build. I mean, we've basically shut the books on that grant now we can't meet people's requirements and the you know the obligations around um doing that work for them within the time frame so we're just really now on that eight week run home to Christmas which is always crazy because we've got to have jobs at a certain point pre-Christmas because we have um, a break um so for us it's really just getting through the next few months <laughs> this this um time of year for us is always next level but um we'll be right we'll get there uh the guest that I interviewed uh the other day she was just talking about how she's feeling a bit more energized coming into the end of the year when normally we're feeling burnout like we're just crawling along and yeah you know hoping for end of term how are you feeling well I must admit a few weeks ago I was feeling um I think quite burnt out um I'd had a big because work hasn't stopped for us no that's we've had no which I'm so grateful for and I nearly feel guilty saying that um, because so many businesses have suffered during this time but we have kept running. Um, Nothing from a work perspective, not much changed for us but the other element that was thrown in for me was homeschool. So, you know, I was working both ends of the day. My days were longer than they've ever been um, and I didn't 
love homeschooling. No. It was it was just my brain doesn't work in that space. No, I didn't. No, I, I, <laughs> I didn't it didn't work for me. Um, so my poor children. Um, but we got through as everyone did. But um, I a few weeks ago, yeah, I was exhausted. So yeah. we sort of actually when he said we could travel, we took a break to the beach for a week, and that's been the best thing. Mm-hmm. So now I feel at least you know we can. Um, I'm right now till the end of the year. Yeah. So, and I think just this year, not having all that extra, as you would know, having four kids, it's all the extra um, school admin and oh, that but birthday party. You haven't had to think about Nothing. anything like that. So, oh, except for book week today. Yeah. Like, uh, well, seriously, yeah. how did we not? <laughs> Could we have missed that? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, um, before we wrap up, of course, I always ask our guests uh, if you could tell us about a friend of yours. Yeah. And whether you have one, but we were talking about it beforehand. Yeah. Um, so I'm always interested to know, you know, who, what yeah. name you'll drop. But you were just mentioning that, you know, you've just got so many, like there's yes. not a, a particular person. Yeah. And that's for me, I've got so many great friends who I think um, all give me something I need at, at, at a certain time. Mm. You know, I may not see them all all the time, but, um, you know, I'm really lucky to have a great group of friends but there probably isn't one friend who has influenced me one way or the other it's been a collective group of women you yeah. know so I really um enjoy those relationships and you know I've got um two beautiful sisters and a mum as well who are part of my core core group who are you know the ones you ring and go oh, I'm having a crap day and you yeah, know they support yeah. you so I've I feel like I've got a really great um, balance of people around me who, um, you know, just make life fun yeah. and enjoyable. Although I have missed them, I know <laughs> during <laughs> this time. You know, it's been it's been weird not to be able to see your own family. You mind live away and um, just have your own little your own little family group. Yeah. As much as it's there's been some real positives in it. It just makes you realise how important all of that is and even just being able to catch up with friends, you don't realise how how um, good that is, yeah, you know. How important connection is. That and is. In-person connection. Yes. I think um, I think we're all zoomed out. So, yeah. You know, and, yeah, just fatigued by yep. by that. Yeah. Uh, it's just nice to, to be in someone's presence and, and feel their yes. energy. I, I just yep. I can't get that through a Zoom. No. I, but you not. know in person I can yes. you know feel someone energy and then I think the day's better <laughs> you yeah, know you carry totally. that with you and yep. it's all about um making sure you surround yourself with the right people exactly isn't it? And, you know yep. not those yep drainers yeah those little yep. suckers yeah exactly. so you know maybe that's something great about COVID is, yeah. is recognizing who's important yeah yep. exactly the ones that make you feel good and the ones yep. that maybe take more than they give so yeah Totally. Very good. Well, mm. as always, thank you so much oh, for being a thanks guest. Thanks so much for having me. I've really enjoyed it, actually. Oh, good. <laughs> good. We'll get you on for another round. Yeah, no, it was great. Awesome. Thank thanks, you, Kate. Kimberly. Now, before you take off with all that inspiration and knowledge, we'd love for you to leave a review on our podcast so that we can continue to amplify women's voices in the media. And if you have any questions, we'd like to celebrate a win can always connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Oak Magazine AU. I'm so glad we've met and that now you know a friend of mine. <laughs>